Welcome to St. Louis in Tune. I'm your host, Arnold Stricker, along with co-host Mark Langston. St. Louis in Tune focuses on issues that impact and connect the greater St. Louis area. Our topics include the arts, crime, education, employment, faith, finance, food, health, history, housing, humor, justice, and sports. Welcome to St. Louis in Tune. This is your host, Arnold Stricker. You know, if you want to go around and eat a variety of places, it's always good to check some of the critics and what they say. And if you want to do travel around the United States and hit all of those good places, you really need to go to blogger and food critic Crescan J. Torres, who's at Rideshare Foodie. He's from Baltimore, Maryland, and we have him on the show today. Crescan, welcome to St. Louis In Tune. Thank you so much, Anna. It's great to be here. Having a good time. Now, we met at Miley Restaurant. My wife and I were there for dinner, and you came in, and you were getting what, and what were you doing? I was in to purchase this special sandwich, which is a staple, the St. Paul sandwich. And you were over there doing your blogger thing. Yeah, you know, you know, I like to, sometimes I'll come in and, uh, you know, set up a live reaction, basically give people a real live impression or reaction. It's very authentic. I like to tell the truth, be honest, you know, about what I like. If I don't like something or what did not like, gives the um, audience a better impression of me and also, uh, you know, the establishment and what I'm tasting. Now, where did this all start? And blogging and being a food critic. And, you know, I, I really haven't told everybody, you yes. are traveling around to every state in the union to taste the food in every state, correct? Yes, sir. All right, where did this um, all begin? Yeah, it, well, it, it started as really um, a journey for myself personally to experience the real America. You know, I want to get outside of the box, as they say, um, you know, outside of, you know, one neighborhood or my bubble. And just to get out to experience the real America, to meet different people and to learn about people's perspectives, different points of view. And it's great for yourself because you learn so much from adapting to different environments because you're going to different parts of the region. Um, food was just something that picked up and became popular because people loved what I did and how I did it. What have you found out along the way about the real America and how different states or different sections of the country do things other than food? <laughs> well, it's very unique in that, um, you know, once you get outside and you see the reality of um, there's so much good about the country and people in it, then there is bad. You know, there's a lot more good that happens when you're actually going to different regions and learning about, you know, what really happens. I mean, you have some similarities, which, you know, that makes you comfortable. Um, but it's exciting, you know, when you learn about the differences and different events and um, how uh, communities interact with each other, different local businesses and how they help one another and give back to the community, which is phenomenal. So you see a lot of helping within communities, yes. uh, a variety of, of, of groups interrelating, and, and exactly. you, you, see, you probably see more uh, what I would call peace than war or peace than exactly. things being upset. Yes, there's a lot more good than bad, and it's very interesting once you, you know, it's a, it's a, really, it's a really good eye-opener. Of a, like a wow, if I if I never got outside of Baltimore, outside of my bubble, I would have never experienced what I have. What surprised you the most when in this journey as it relates to what we're talking about right now? In so many places, there's a lot more welcoming and gener just generous overall generosity and um, people that will give you 
a place to stay, clothes off your back. There's so many people that I've met um, just, you know, just from coming and getting an outsider's point of view that they're willing to open their uh, homes or, you know, come out just for a beer or a sandwich, you know, a meal, you know, get my point of view or what I think about their city or state. Um, and they're willing to do the same. Now, I think, yeah, and if, talking about states, which which state and city are you in right now? Uh, well, I, I literally just got to uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas. There you go. Uh, like 15 minutes ago. Okay. All right. <laughs> and you're from Baltimore, and you live in San Antonio, correct? Yes, sir. Just now, moved, yes. now, how many states uh, have you been to? Or maybe it should be how many states do you have left? Uh, I have five states left. And which which states are those? I have, let's see, I have Colorado, I have um, South Dakota, actually six, six, South Dakota, North Dakota, I have Montana, Hawaii, and I have uh, Alaska, which would be the uh, last trip next summer, uh, the road to Alaska, that'll be my last trip. The road to Alaska. Now, you, you drive around to all these places, right? Yes, sir. Your car Other must be really getting the miles on it. Yes, I have about, uh, let's see. I have two hundred sixty-nine thousand zero two six. Yeah, about two hundred seventy thousand miles. You must be sitting in your car. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I. Am. <laughs> yes, I am. Live on the road. Yes, it's the freedom. You know, the freedom of just going as you please. Now, people may be thinking about this question, so I'm going to ask it. How do you do this? How do you travel right, yeah. around to all these places? Where do you get the money to do money this? To do it. <laughs> and it's surprising that, you know, if, if you really want to do something, you know, there's different ways to save money or save costs to do what you want to do. So I started as, because I've been doing this for four years now, I signed up with Uber and Lyft as well. So I do ride share, hence the ride share foodie. And um, when I go to each city, I just, you know, make a little money while I'm there doing uh, ride share. And that's a great way to explore the city at the same time. I just looked at it as back home in Baltimore. Once I even though I'm, I know certain areas, it just helped me, you know, because you're going so many places to find new, you know, new nooks and crannies. And I was like, well, why not take this adventure or journey and use this and, you know, go to some places I've never been or, you know, got to see. So. I just did it. That's really fascinating. Now, how do you pick what cities you're going to go to in a state? So this is what I'll do. I'll choose a uh, destination. So like my first trip was the road to Cali. So I went to California or Los Angeles, the city. And I'll pick that and then I'll just hit states along the way. So right now, it's funny. um, My roommate actually suggested I come to Arkansas. And once I looked up Arkansas, uh, and this is how my mind works, I saw that Oklahoma wasn't that far. And then if I'm looking at Oklahoma, I'm like, okay, Kansas. Okay, let me see how far Missouri is from Kansas. And then it winds up going from one state to four or five, and it'll be like a whole trip. So yeah. that's, that's yeah. usually – Yeah, it makes I'm sense. Out, I'm out this far. You know, I am out, out, came out this far. I swam out this far. Why not swim a little bit further? Now, where in St. Louis did you have an opportunity to eat besides Miley? I had an opportunity to go to uh, Steve's Hot Dogs, which is a great place, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I went to uh, Brewski's, which has phenomenal wings, and I've gotten to try the staple of toasted ravioli. There you go. Oh, yum, yum, yum. A St. Louis origin. Yes, sir. I've gotten to go to, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Caldi right? Coffee Shop right? for gooey, was it gooey butter cake? Gooey butter cake, another St. Louis yeah. original. 
it was it was it was pretty good. A little too a little, little rich, you know. But it was it was it was definitely an experience. Do you think? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, it's you know, cause I'm not I'm not really a sweet guy, you know, like sweets, you know. Um, but it was pretty good. It's certain sweets that I like. Like I got to stay away from chocolate, red Ooh. velvet, Ooh. you know, snickerdoodle because I'll eat a, or glazed donuts. I'll eat a lot of it. It's just certain things that I really like as far as sweets. But I also went to Pappy's Mm -hmm. Barbecue. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal barbecue. Great owner. But uh, yeah, you know, it was a a great trip. All right. Now, speaking speaking of sweets, how do you keep all this weight off if if you're gaining weight now you may not be gaining weight but you know you eat all this food you're driving so there's not really a lot of physical activity so what do you what are you doing to kind of shed the pounds or make sure that they they don't accumulate uh, that's a great question and um well i mentioned that i was sitting in my car i'm actually out right outside of planet fitness so that's how i usually <laughs> i go to planet fitness i have the uh the membership the black membership and it's like uh 20 bucks a month and they have them Pretty much every, you know, in every uh, every state, you know, so I can use it anywhere I go. Um, so that's usually what I do. I usually like when I once I get in town, I usually go straight to Planet Fitness, shed off some of the, you know, workout, hit right. the treadmill, jog, or whatever I have to do from the, the state previously, and uh, I'll just check out the, uh, you know, go to Planet Fitness, and they, you know, they have the showers and everything. I can stretch and all of that. So I usually do that. I'll take a maybe a one or two days where i'm just doing something light you know smoothies you know sometimes i'll do vegetarian or check out maybe a new re- uh, vegan restaurant um you know do some different cuisines do different types um but but yeah i, I mean i i just can't look 300 or 400 pounds and yeah you know uh people at i get that question a lot is how do you you know how you're not weighing like 500 600 pounds and, and then most of it is some people will Let's say if I, you know, go to a business or a restaurant, uh, some of the play I might not get because I've been out so so late, so I I didn't get to post their review or what I thought about it. So I'll save up, you know, some of the reviews, and then maybe a day that I have a lot more time, it may come across as I went to like maybe four or five, maybe seven different places. It's just that that day before I didn't get to post it. You see, so if somebody sees me posting seven places in one day, they might automatically assume that I've been to seven places and eight, you know, eight yeah, dinner and yeah. all seven of those places, just that I hadn't gotten to post it. So, you know, it just it varies, but a lot of it is just planning fitness. I love it. And, you know, just taking those days where I just go light. So that makes sense. That that's that makes and sense. Genetics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's a helpful thing Good there. Teams, helpful yeah. thing. So your your most favorite, uh, if you can l- limit it to one, uh, what would it be that you've eaten so far? Maybe just a couple. Out of everywhere I've been. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll say this: it's a very interesting combination um, in the Midwest, chili and cinnamon rolls. I'll say that was like the most interesting thing that I had. Are you kidding me? Yes. Seriously, chili and cinnamon rolls. It sounds disgusting. <laughs> it's delicious. I mean, people say that, but it's just you know, if you like chili, you like cinnamon rolls. I mean, why? Do, you know, <laughs> what do you dip them in there or something? I mean, you can. I mean, you don't. Have, I think that's that's where it it become for certain certain people or some people. It's like, you know, that's what they think. Like, I don't. You know, I mean, usually it's like because you have your chili and it's usually spicy. So you know, it's like after you have your chili, usually people have that sweet, you know, mm-hmm. to calm down the spicy mm-hmm. afterwards, like kind of your dessert or something like that. You can some people may peel layers and may dip it. I just try it if I'm a dipper, but 
it just depends on the person. But usually it's done after you, you know, you finish your bowl of chili, the spicy, and you, you know, you have your nice, warm or hot cinnamon roll. And, you know, you have the sweet to calm it down for your dessert. Okay. So, I didn't know if they had the cinnamon roll right. and they poured the chili over it or. That's the third. If you're a thrill seeker, that's the third. Oh, that's my the third gosh. option. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> Which I've tried. I've tried. I've actually tried it. it you know, I, I, I was wrong. I was wrong. I admit it. But the thing, this is what happened. It was just because of the icing. Now, the icing, if it's too rich, you know, with the chili, you know, you're going to taste that richness, you know, and that mixing, you know, mixing with the chili is just a little, uh, a little reckless, you know. Um, and I usually, like I said, I don't like a lot of sweets. So even when I, if I do cinnamon rolls, I usually don't like icing. If I do ice it myself, it's a little bit. Mm -hmm. Or I might dip it. You know, I just like that little cinnamon flavor, you know, the cinnamon taste, you know, with the, you know, the nice warm roll and, you know, like a pecan roll, something just, you know, just a little sweetness, not too much. But if it's too much icing, it's too rich. for So I think that's what, what falls into place. Shocking to your taste buds. Maybe. And it actually started in the 60s as, a, uh, you know, a lunch ladies in a cafeteria. You know, we would go to school. You right. Have cinnamon roll right. and chili. And then uh, it became like a, a thing for fundraisers. They would do a lot of fundraisers uh, and charity events, and they would have like the cinnamon roll with chili. So, I mean, certain things like that, like the, I like to find those interesting combinations that people may look at. It be like, I've never heard of this. Like, that's weird. And I like to try them out. It's just fun to be able to get there and be in the Midwest and sit down and, you know, ask for the cinnamon roll with chili and try it. You know, I'm going to have to go back to Baltimore and um, see if I can find it. Find the place. <laughs> yeah. Mention, mention it. it probably, somebody might look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, everybody will stop what they're doing and look down at you like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Now, in our conversation that we had at Miley, you mentioned some things about cheese. Yeah, I don't like it. What is it? The, the texture? Is it the taste? Is it the flavor? Is it, What is it there? All of the, okay, all so the above? So I've been going to cover because I've been getting a lot of heat about this, especially when I went to Wisconsin, Wisconsin, and I didn't have any cheese curds. And this is an interesting thing. I don't like cheese, but I do like pizza. I love pizza. Hmm. But it's not the texture. It's not, you know, the texture and everything is, it's cool. It's the, I don't know. I don't, just don't like the taste. It's the taste mm -hmm. and what it does to me when I, you know, like it, it just, I don't know. I it get, it, I get nauseated. I get nauseated when I, I don't know. It's, I just, it's nauseation and for lactose, and I just don't like the taste of it hmm. at all. Okay. But I like pizza. It's very delicious. Now, if it's pizza with three or five cheeses, mozzarella's cool. You know, and usually if I have my choice, I'll do light cheese or no cheese, extra sauce. Because mm -hmm. that's mainly what I like is that I, I like the sauce or the base. The cr I love a really good crust, sauce, and, you know, the toppings. Um, the cheese is the last thing that I'm, you know, because I'm not a, really a big fan of it. So it doesn't, I mean, interest me. But um, I, I don't mind it if it's mozzarella. Um, but uh, but any other kind of cheese, pepper jack, cheddar, provolone, any kind of cream cheese, you know, blue cheese. If it has cheese on it, and I, I just don't, I don't like it. You know, Sam, I am. I don't, mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't like it. I do not like green eggs. Ham. <laughs> I don't like it <laughs> at all. I don't like the I don't like the smell. I don't like the taste of it. I don't like the sound of it when people mention it. I don't know. It's just, I, I've never liked it. So you don't eat cheeseburgers then? 
No, no cheeseburgers. Uh-uh. And I feel bad because sometimes it might, it may be, if I purchase something and then if somebody, let's say if it's an owner that wants me to try, like loaded fries, it, you know, because that's a oh, popular yeah. thing, loaded oh, yeah. fries. And it might, it's like, hey, you know, these loaded fries and they'll hand them to me and I feel bad and kind of awkward because, you know, they made all this cheese and everything on top. I mean, but I have a I have a, I have a system. This is what I do. So I mean, I love it because I get you know I could get the photos and videos so people can see what it looked like and it gets some because I'm kind of petty. People get hungry. I like to tease them. And what I do is I'll pull from the bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to pull from the bottom with the less you know mm-hmm. the less cheese that I can get. You know, but other than that, it's 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 fine with me. It's fine with me. But I've had I've had recently I've had to try cheese, something with cheese in it. And I went ahead and did it. I was like, I don't knock it before I try it. And I went ahead. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. You know, because it was some great people, very very great personalities. And I just went ahead and did it. And it was pretty good. Hmm. But you know, to look for it, like especially mac and cheese, no, mm-hmm. can't stand it. Yeah, our, our teenagers—that's a staple, you know. Yeah, I, I'm. So su- people love cheese. Yeah, <laughs> you need to develop a smell app so when you're out, uh, you know, <laughs> blogging and checking these things, you can not only take the visual and talk about it, but mm-hmm. somehow they can absorb the aromas, and that is 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 part of the file that that's, exactly you know I, uh, too bad we don't have anything like that that would really be good because you know that really entices people you know the visual does but man when you get that you know smell oh, sense going yeah. oh my gosh especially like a char like anything barbecue char grill you could throw a ten, it could be a tennis shoe or a leather belt i a t- eat a it. barbecue tennis and, shoe yeah you know and the thing this is the funny thing because just imagine someone in the, you know like if you have the aroma someone's uh, app on your phone it goes off and you're in the living room you start smelling like toasted ravioli <laughs> and it has like come see us now <laughs> you know yeah it's like almost unfair <laughs> so alaska is like a next summer kind of uh, deal Next summer, but wait till I go to Hawaii. Oh. How are you going to do but that? Obviously, you're not going to drive there. I'm not. I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> you could. I mean, you could do. You could try. I just wouldn't. You ever played Oregon Trail? You know Oregon Trail yes. the game. Yep. That's how you would end up. Like you. <laughs> 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 I don't know if you want to try that, but I'm gonna fly there. That's gonna be phenomenal. Um, I'm at least do like a month. You know, like a, at least a month minimum there in hawaii and uh camp on the beach it's about two bucks a day to camp on the beach and that's what i mean about you know finding different ways to save right. money or you know have a great time two bucks a day to camp on the beach and i think i'll probably do like a uh i was thinking about doing like a vlog show while i'm doing it you know uh just like a you know like kind of like an everyday thing mm-hmm. and especially me trying to set up because i've never been camping Try to set up a tent and start a fire and everything. I think that would be pretty entertaining. That would you be. You know, like, <laughs> try to start a fire <laughs> or something like that, like like Bonanza or Wagon Train, because I'm, I'm a Western fan. Oh, you're I dating Westerns. yourself now a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm only 32. <laughs> I love Westerns, but, you know, that's just what I grew up on, Westerns and everything like that, you know. So, you know, i just always been a fan of, it's just been so many, it's so many influences that, you know, got me to this point of, like, having that dream to just have an adventure. And that's one of them is just, you know, like different things that I've, I've I've taken in and absorbed movies, you know, TV shows, you know, just a lot of adventure. Just wondering, like, man, I would love to just like one day just get up and what would it be like just to get up, get out and then like, you know, stop somewhere and like have like a pot of beans or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know? Some cowboy coffee. Some steak. Yeah. You know, just, though, you know, what ifs. It's like, why can't I do it? 
So, so what prevents people from doing that, in your opinion, Kreskin? A lot of it is uh, is the is is multiple things. It, the main thing is fear, uh, the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of questions I get, number one, going to different cities, do I do I get scared? You know, like going somewhere that I don't know mm-hmm. in a different environment, and that's where learning more a lot about yourself. You know, because you have to adapt. And then at the same time, there are some similarities. The other thing is to uh, be with someone, you know, like being being on my own because you're alone a lot. Right. You know, so people ask, you know, if I ever get lonely, I mean, yeah, but then I think, I'm like, I love the fact that I can go as I please and I don't have anyone, you know, asking me for a ride home or can I borrow 20 bucks because I'm like thousands of miles away. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so I just like the fact of getting out and, you know, the freedom of it and going from place to place to see something new. A lot of people, they, a lot of people can't be alone like that. Um, a lot, especially because I learned how to love myself and I'm very happy. And a lot of people haven't gotten to experience that. There's a, there's a, a very huge percentage of people that just can't go anywhere go to the movies by themselves or go out, you know, just to be by themselves. They have to have someone around them all the time. So now why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? I mean, learning to love yourself, like to have, be able to have fun by yourself. Like I I can have fun on my own. Like I could go out and meet new people. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing. There's people that just don't like people. Like they specifically come out and tell me they don't like people or like just going out, meeting new people. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess it's a trust, you know, trust issue or, you know, you don't know people's intentions. Of course, I'm careful mm-hmm. and, I, you know, I stay aware, but I, I just love meeting new people. You know, it's, it's so many nice. That's why I say, like, from seeing so much, the reality, there's so many nice people that have great intentions. And like I said, they will help you out. I have, I have so many people that still check up on me or, you know. Uh, make sure that I get in town safely. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's just very interesting that these are the things that you won't see on the news right. or on TV. You right. know, that's that won't project that. I think people will have a better uh, idea or a better feel of um, or uh, willing of openness to get out to see more if they knew that part of it. So hopefully, I can I can spread the word of that. You know, that a lot of more positive pros and cons from you know just getting out and traveling that makes sense do you take time to do any quote-unquote sightseeing when you're in any of the cities or states that you travel through oh yes definitely do i definitely do museums and well if they're open now Mm -hmm. but usually you know uh pre-covid i would do you know to be able to go to different museums and um art art museums art galleries i love going to like uh artsy kind of how you say hippie towns mm-hmm. where they have like local they go to a shop and they have like local artists that have paintings and, right you know you get to learn so i do different things not just food but getting to go and then doing uber i get to see so many different towns and different nooks and crannies so you get to find the little art galleries or the, like the poetry readings or the little coffee shop that's having a special event oh yeah and all i have to do is turn my app off park my car and go walk in and check it out. That's very cool. So I love it. Trails. Um, when I that's why I can't go wait till I go to Colorado to be check out different hiking trails. You know, and to have the time to do that and the freedom to do that, to really get to explore it. And I think a lot of people, because there's people that live in these places that haven't experienced it. You know, they'll tell me it's boring and there's nothing there to do. And it's just the fact that they haven't gotten to see those different things, like planetariums, aquariums, and you know, just a lot of things that they have there. That I'll, you know, I'll go check these places out and post it, 
and they don't even know it's there. You know, like it's like I've been here all my life and I don't even know this was here. Where's this? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's the fun part. We need to stay in touch. So when you're traveling yes, around, we can do some remote conferencing and find out the places you're discovering. Oh, most definitely. And and when especially when I go to Alaska, they have this aquarium in Alaska where you can spend the night. What? <laughs> I can't wait to do that. <laughs> yes, they have an aquarium where you pay admission and you can spend the night. I don't want to say, I was about to say you can sleep with the fishes, but no pun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? A walrus but, sleeping yeah, bag or something. Exactly. And, you know, so, and the exhibits are kind of like open kind of, because, you know, it's different. The aquarium is going to be different, mm-hmm. a little different. That's what I was told. But, yeah, you can spend it. So these different things that you wouldn't necessarily know about or, you know, it's like, what is it? You know, there's an aquarium you can spend it. You know, like you stay over. Oh, I also, what I like to check out, because I've been to, like, i give you an example. Uh, Cleveland, they have, uh, the what was the movie? A Christmas Story mm-hmm. in the 80s. And they have the neighborhood where they filmed it. So I'll do, I'll check out those things, like because I'm a fan of movies. Oh, and, very know, cool. Movie so like Salt Lake City, uh, the Sandlot, the movie The Sandlot. They actually have the Sandlot where you can go check, you know, check it out. So I'll do those things as well, like those little and post those little things, like uh, the McAllister's house from Home Alone, mm-hmm. which is in Illinois. So I'll go check out the Home Alone house. You know, the, you know, certain things that you wouldn't really, you probably wouldn't think of, or they wouldn't have at like the visitor center or. It's an attraction, but if I tell someone that, yeah, if I tell someone, it's like, really, they have that house? I'm like, yeah, you can go check it out. It's it's still standing, you know. So I love doing those things too. That's very cool. We've been talking to Creskin J. Torres. He's a blogger and food critic from Baltimore. He hails from Baltimore, but he now lives in San Antonio, Texas, at Rideshare Foodie. Creskin, thanks for coming on St. Louis in Tune. Most definitely, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please take time to like and share this and other episodes of St. Louis in Tune that can be found on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. St. Louis in Tune is produced in cooperation with KWRH 92.9 FM and Motif Media Group. Thank you for listening. I'm Arnold Stricker.